Hello out there. How are we doing? Welcome to Story Shed, the storytelling podcast for children of all ages, grown-ups too. Uh, Romans, rugby players, radishes, anyone or anything that wants to listen. You are always welcome. You, 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 and of course, you. Everyone, this is episode 34. Each and every episode features a new and original story written and read by me, Jake. And then at the end of the episode, we have a little chat about the story with my little helpers. So stick around for that. And after we've heard from Belle and Ida, I will say hello to all the people who have got in touch recently. And there was a lot this month. So thank you very much for that. I love reading your messages. Drop me a line on Podcast at gmail.com or ask a grown-up to find us on Twitter or Facebook. Anyway, that's enough waffle. Here comes episode 34 of Story Shed. It's called The Wibbles and the Wobbles. Let's open the door to the shed. Come on, do it with me. Here we go. (gasps) Story Shed, episode 34, The Wibbles and the Wobbles. The Wibbles lived in Wibbleton. Their town was how they like it, no quibbles. They were happy with their lot in life, they were truly content, the Wibbles. The Wobbles lived in Wobbleton. Their town was how they like it, no squabbles. They were happy with their lot in life, they were truly content, the Wobbles. The Wibbles lived in tall houses, rooms on top of rooms, up into the sky, and they shopped in very tall shops whenever they had something to buy. The Wobbles lived in long, flat houses, stretching out along the ground, and they shopped in long, flat shops when they wanted to spend a pound. The Wibbles rode their bikes on the right-hand side of the road, and they always waved to one another as their pedalling slowed. The Wobbles rode their bikes on the left-hand side of the road, and they always nodded to one another as their pedalling slowed. The Wibbles liked to eat sandwiches for their lunch from a round plate, always at twelve o'clock sharp, never ever a second or two late. The Wobbles liked to eat soup for their lunch from a bowl, starting to eat at exactly one o'clock. That was always their goal. The Wibbles wore clothes of red, blue and yellow. Every lad, every miss, every madam, every fellow. The Wobbles wore clothes of purple, pink and green. No Wobble in no other colour would ever be seen. The Wibbles played tennis on a Tuesday and soccer on a Sunday. It would be very unusual if you were to suggest a different game to play. The Wobbles went walking on a Wednesday and surfed on a Saturday. If a new game was recommended, no way, no way, no way, they would say. So, as you can see, dear listener, the Wibbles and the Wobbles were not the same. From their houses to their food, from their roads to their clothes to their games. But it didn't matter, because the Wibbles lived in Wibbleton, and the Wobbles, well, of course, they lived in Wobbleton. Neither visited each other's town. They were many miles away. In fact... You might not believe what I'm about to say, but it's true. Every word. The Wibbles thought Wibbleton was the only place in the world. And the Wobbles thought the same. Of the Wibbles, the Wobbles had never even heard. They both thought their own town was the world entire. And if you said otherwise, they would call you a liar. 
You see, at the edge of both Wibbleton and Wobbleton were the sharp peaks of a huge mountain range filled with rocks and rivers, crags and creeks that no Wibble or Wobble had ever ventured past. They were too wild, too worrisome, too vertical, too vast. Beyond the mountains, said the Wobbles, was nothing but mist and fog. Beyond the mountains, said the Wibbles, was nothing but marsh and bog. So their towns were the only places in the world of the Wobbles the Wibbles had never even heard. Until one day, dear listener, one day this changed. The Wibbles and the Wobbles worlds were rearranged. And it was all down to one Wibble called Wayne. Yes, Wayne Wibble, that was this Wibble's name. And it was all down to one Wobble called Winona. Winona Wobble, she was called to those who know her. They both, completely separately, but on the exact same day, they both had the exact same thing that they wanted to say. Why, they both asked their family at the dinner table, why in all the years has no one ever been able to go beyond the mountains to see what's there? Their families looked at each other, shuffled in their chairs. Well, said Will Wibble, Wayne's older brother. Well, said Wendy Wobble, Winona's mother. No one has ever tried, and why would you? Why is that something anyone would want to do? We have everything we need here in Wibbleton, Will said. Wobbleton is perfect, said Wendy, so why go elsewhere instead? But Winona wasn't satisfied, and neither was Wayne, and the plan they formed was exactly the same. They both decided they would set out and explore. They would leave their room, head out of their door, head down their street and out of the town to the mountains, determined to go over or past or around. Any which way they could to see what was out there. It might be hard, even dangerous, but they didn't care. So one crisp spring morning, Wayne Wibble left Wibbleton and many miles away, Winona Wobble left Wobbleton. After hiking and climbing and scrambling and scrabbling day after day after day, guess what happened? Guess what I'm going to say? That's right, they met. They met in the middle. Winona Wobble met Wayne Wibble. But, 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 Winona stammered, your clothes are yellow and blue and red and, and, and yours are, are purple and pink and green, Wayne Wibble said. Where are you from? asked Wayne through narrowed eyes. Well, I can show you if you like, Winona said to his surprise. So that's what they did. Wayne Wibble went to Wobbleton. Well, not into the town. They found a hill to settle on. And Winona showed him all that was going on down there. How they lived in long flat houses, not ones towering into the air. How everyone walking about that could be seen was wearing only clothes of purple, pink and green. Wayne noticed how the Wobbles rode bikes on the left-hand side of the road and that they nodded, not waved, to each other as they slowed. It was twelve o'clock and no one was eating lunch, Wayne spotted. Uh, because one o'clock is the time lunchtime is always allotted, Winona said and went on. We eat our breakfast at eight and 7pm is when we always prepare our dinner plate. Wayne slowly shook his head at what he saw in Wobbleton. Come on, he said, getting up. It's time to show you Wibbleton. So they hiked back through the mountains to Wayne's home. They chatted all the way. It was nice not to walk alone. And once again, they found a nearby hill to settle on, to watch from afar the goings-on in Wibbleton. 
They saw the buildings towering high above the people's heads and how those people were dressed in blues, yellows and reds. Winona noticed how the Wibbles rode bikes on the right-hand side of the road and that they waved, not nodded, to each other as they slowed. It was seven o'clock in the morning now, for they had walked all night, and the Wibbles were eating breakfast, which to Winona just wasn't right. I guess we are quite different, Winona said to Wayne, who nodded and said, we're really not the same. And then Winona spotted something familiar on the streets below. Is that, is that a webble flower? They're plants that we like to grow. Oh yes, said Wayne. We like to make a drink from the petals. A delicious tea, Winona carried on, mixed with dried nettles. Exactly. How did you know that? Wayne said, confused. Because, Winona replied, that's exactly what we do. And, and wait, is, is that a wobble cat on that wall down there? Absolutely, said Wayne. Uh, that one's called a blue hare. I know, cried Winona. We have them in Wobbleton too. And why are those people waiting in that queue? Well, it's Wednesday morning, so they're waiting for their bread. That's what we do too on a Wednesday morning, Winona said. And what's that building at the end of the road? That's the cinema where new films are shown. We have a cinema. What's your favourite movie? Oh, that's an easy one. It's Wibbly Wobbly Groovy. No way, said Winona. Wobbly Wibbly Groovy is the name of my all-time favourite movie. And on and on and on they talked all day, Winona and Wayne. The first Wibble to ever meet a Wobble. On the surface, quite different, but underneath, they're all just the same. There we go. That was the Wibbles and the Wobbles. I am now joined by my own very little, special little helpers, Ida and Belle. Hello, girls. Hello. Bonjour. So, the Wibbles and the Wobbles. Describe to me what's different about the Wibbles and the Wobbles. There were loads of descriptions in there. Go on. Um, The Wibbles have lunch at 12 o'clock and the Wobbles... Have lunch at one. Is the wobbles that is Winona a wobble? Yeah. yeah. The wobbles have long, flat buildings, and the wibbles have tall, thin buildings. And the the wibbles' clothes were green, purple, and pink. And the wobbles were blue, red, and yellow. Fantastic. There were probably lots more differences in there, but that's good. So, the Wibbles lived in Wibbleton, and the Wobbles lived in Wobbleton. And we've just described all those differences. Did they know about each other? No. They thought that over the mountains there was uh, just mist or marsh. They thought their town was the only place in the world. Fantastic. But who changed all that? Wayne Wibble. And? Winona Wobble. Wayne Wibble and And Winona Winona Wobble. So what did they do? They met each other. They decided to go over the mountains and see what was over there. Good. And they met at the top. Good. And then what did they do? They showed each other their towns and saw how different each other was. And I saw... uh, 
um, what the same was. Fantastic. So they saw what was different, but they also saw what was the same. And what was the same? And um, it was so every Wednesday they line up for bread. They have webble flowers. What do they do with webble flowers? They make it into nice tea from nettles. A blue hair webble cat. Wobble. Yeah, good. I think a wobble cat maybe. Yeah, good. And uh, they have the a cinema, and their favourite movie was. Wibble Wobble Groovy. <laughs> Wibble Wobble Groovy. <laughs> Good stuff. So, we've got the Wibbles and the Wobbles, who appear to be very, very different from each other. But what do you think Wayne and Winona discover? How do you think their ideas about each other change? Um, they find out that they're not so different from each other. <laughs> Good. So, what's the message here, girls? Is there a message? That even if people are not like you, we're still all the same. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. Be adventurous. Also be adventurous, yes. Go and explore. That's a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> OK, thank you very much, girls, the Wibbles and the Wobbles. I'll see you again on the next episode. Bye now. Bye-bye. Ciao! There we go. Thank you, thank you to our little helpers, Ida and Belle. Thank you, girls. See you next time on Story Shed. Now then, a whole load of people got in touch recently to say hello, which is so, so nice. I love it. I love that so many people are listening to Story Shed. Lots of you on your Yoto players, I know that. So great, great, great. Thank you very much for getting in touch. Here we go. I'd like to say hello to Neela, who is four years old and listens every night over in Germany. Oh, how cool is that? And Neela would like to say hello to Nanny and Pops, who gave her her Yoto player as a birthday present. So hello, Nanny and Pops. Hello, Neela. Thank you very much for listening to Story Shed. Also, big, big hello to Locke and Fox. Hi, Locke and Fox who said we really enjoy your stories they are really fun and the best thank you Locke and Fox I need no other review than that that is great thank you very much Locke and Fox also big hello to Jacob and Zach in Suffolk hello Jacob and Zach how are you guys doing who love listening to Story Shed in the car fantastic and mom says they are now listening to them all for at least the third time that's what I like to hear thank you Jacob and Zach and thank you very much for listening to Story Shed. Also, hello to Isabella. Hello, Isabella, who says her favourite stories are the Story Shed, Grandad Beard and the Koala Who Lost Its Tail. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Isabella. A big hello to you. Also, hello to Lily Dickinson. Hello, Lily Dickinson in Romilly in Cheshire, who listens every night at bedtime. Fantastic. Thank you, Lily. A big, big hello to you. Also, in Hong Kong, I'd like to say hello to Ray. Hi, Ray. Ray says he is five years old. He's in Hong Kong and a big fan of the podcast. He listens to it day and night. And Ray would like to see more mythical creatures in my stories. What a fantastic idea, Ray. I will get working. Thank you very much. Hello to you, Ray, over in Hong Kong. Also, big hello to Charlotte. Hi, Charlotte. And Charlotte tells me she's going to the zoo for her birthday on the 17th of September. Wow, wow, wow. How exciting is that? Not only that, to the zoo, to feed the rhinos. Ho, ho, that sounds amazing. 
I hope you have a really, really special day, Charlotte. Thank you very much for getting in touch and thank you for listening to Story Shed. Hi, Charlotte. We're now in Boston in Massachusetts to say hello to Nev. Hello, Nev. How are you doing? And thank you very much for saying hello. Nev has started kindergarten this September. I hope it's gone well, Nev. I'm sure it has. It will be fantastic. Thank you for listening to Story Shed. It means a lot. So hello to you, Nev. We're in London now to say hello to Zafair. Hello, Zafair. How are you doing? Also, somebody who says their favourite episode is The Story Shed. So that's great. Thank you very much for getting in touch, Zafair. It's so nice to hear from you. And hello to baby brother Keenan as well. Hello to baby brother. And, and hello, Zafair. Thank you so much. Also, big hello to Wyatt, age six, Adeline, age four, and Oggie, age two. Hi to all of you guys who listen right when they wake up and on the way home from school. I love it. Story Shed in the car and Story Shed in the morning. Great stuff. Thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you for saying hello and thank you for listening. Hi, Wyatt. Hi, Adeline. Hi, Oggie. We're in Brighton now because I'd like to say hello to Grace and Bobby. Hello, Grace and Bobby in Brighton who discovered Story Shed in lockdown and have been listening ever since. They listen with their breakfast and lunch and tea. <laughs> Fantastic. And their favourite is Remy Remote. Great, great. Thank you very much, guys. Hello, Grace. Hello, Bobby. And thanks for listening. We're now in Leeds to say hello to Faye. Hi, Faye. Faye, aged seven. She loves the koala who lost its tail. Oh, thank you very much, Faye. Thank you for getting in touch. And also says her favourite animal is an owl and would like to see one of those in a story. That is a very good idea, Faye. My favourite animal when I was a boy was an owl. I used to collect owls. How about that? Not real ones, of course. Also, somebody else who listens every night as she's going to sleep and in the morning getting ready for school. It's Cheyenne. Hello, Cheyenne. How are you doing? Five years old in Kent in England. Thank you so much for listening, Cheyenne. Thank you for saying hello. And I hope your return to school has gone smoothly. I'm sure it has. Hi, Cheyenne. We're in Orpington in Kent now to say hello to Molly and Monty. Yay! Hi, Molly and Monty. Also enjoy listening to Story Shed every evening before bed. That is great to hear. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Monty. A big, big hello to you guys. We've got... Who else have we got? We've got Henry Cooper. Hello, Henry Cooper, age three. Listens to Story Shed at bedtime. Almost knows the stories off by heart. That's great to hear, Henry. And always has a nice giggle when in the koala story, I say, have you ever looked at a koala's bottom? (laughs) Good stuff, Henry. Thank you for listening. Great to hear you have been enjoying it. Hello also to Gina and Phoebe. Hello, Gina and Phoebe. How are you doing? Thank you guys for listening. It means a lot. It really does. And Phoebe has suggested a story about a little girl with one hand to raise awareness about children with with disabilities like that. So that's a fantastic idea. Thank you, Phoebe. And Gina would love to hear a story with capybaras in it. Fantastic. I've got lots of suggestions this month. I need to get working. Thank you for those, guys. Thank you for listening, Phoebe and Gina. And finally, finally, it's another hello to Oscar. Hello, Oscar. Lottie. Hello, Lottie. And Willow. Hello, Willow, who have now declared themselves super fans. And actually, this is their second shout out. So, So hello to you guys. And thank you so much for continuing to listen. It means a lot. It really genuinely does. And I love getting all your messages. So thank you so much. And I'll see you again soon on the next episode of Story Shed. 